Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. All right, Pastor Brett here for another Bible Chat. I've got my co-host for the day, Elder Rick. What do you want to talk about, Rick? I love this story in Luke chapter 2. It kind of gives us this picture of young Jesus. Mm -hmm. So in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. He was not out of favor with God, but his perception of favor from God, from others, Mm -hmm. grew. And I, I, although that little explanation there does help, I don't know if it really answers all the question. How can he grow in wisdom? How can he grow in favor with God? When he is God, the Son, God incarnate. But here we get into the incarnation mm-hmm. yeah. and the mystery yep, of that, up. the miracle of that, the, I tee that one the up wonder the of that, and how, you know, when Jesus was in the womb, he wasn't in the womb going, I'm God, I'm just hanging out here. <laughs> he was limited to have those little cells of a brain at that moment. It was, it was still God, but it was a self-restraint voluntary, I'm going to become a man mm-hmm. while still being in the nature of God. He didn't no longer be God, but he was not accessing his omniscience. He was not accessing his omnipresence. And, and isn't a, a, that kind of explained in Philippians 2? It is. When it talks about he, he poured it out of himself, right? Or let me, let me use the exact verbiage from Philippians 2. It says, starting in verse 5, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. So in that passage, we do get this idea that he voluntarily gave up some of his divine privileges. So he did not stop being God, but he did, um, in essence, stop using or having the advantage or benefits of his godhood while he was in the form of a man. It's not often in these Bible chats that I actually will quote from another book or author. We just chat, and we look at the Bible, and we talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I do want to quote from a book I pulled off the shelf here that's considered kind of a modern Christian classic, Knowing God, by J.I. Packer. And he has a chapter called God Incarnate, which does a masterful job of helping us deal with this struggle of the 100% man, 100% God concept. I just want to read a portion of this, uh, just a little bit from this chapter. The baby born at Bethlehem was God made man. The Word had become flesh a real human baby. He had not ceased to be God. He was no less God then than before, but he had begun to be man. He was not now God minus some elements of his deity, but God plus all that he had made his own by taking manhood to himself. 
He who made man was now learning what it felt like to be man. He could be tempted, could not indeed avoid being tempted by the devil. Well, I'll say this. Philippians makes a point. It says, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. It never says he stopped being God. But it does describe that some of the privileges or benefits or powers of his godhood he set to the side as he was becoming a human being. Which I think is some of the, the questions is, you know, when Jesus came, was he just a man? Was he just, or was he a God man? Or was, you know, what, how does that break down? Luke chapter 2 verse 52 describes he had the ability to grow in wisdom which means he was learning something, which means apparently he had given up the all-knowing portion of his godhood when he became a man. Right. Packer states it this way, the God-man did not know independently any more than he acted independently. Just as he did not do all that he could have done because certain things were not his Father's will, according to Matthew 26, so he did not consciously know all that he might have known, but only what the Father willed to show him. Right, because there are opportunities where it's like, wow, Jesus just read their minds. Can he read everyone's mind? Not all the time when right. he was on earth. Right. Only but when there, the Father willed that. Exactly what you're saying. Only when the Father gave him some kind of bit of foreknowledge or gave him some, a bit of um, you know, discernment did he have some supernatural power. But outside of that, he was just as us. And, but what that really goes to show is then we can be given that same sort of thing. You know, when the Lord provides and when we are walking in the Spirit as he would have us do, he can give us some spiritual foreknowledge, some spiritual foresight as well. And, and we see in the instance of him referring to the, the timing of his return mm-hmm. that he says the Father alone knows that. Mm-hmm. And so Packer, using that as an example in regard to this particular topic and discussion, says this, and therefore the reason why he was ignorant of, for instance, the date of his return was not that he had given up the power to know all things at the incarnation, but that the Father had not willed that he should have this particular piece of knowledge while on earth prior to his passion. So, Well, let me ask you this. So he's saying there is a, there is a voluntary self-restraint of his divine powers and only can be released upon the Spirit's permission, mm-hmm. the Father's will. And I think we see this. I mean, there's some Christians who go too far, I think, teaching and say, when he was on earth, he was just a man. Right. That's a mistake because the transfiguration reveals it to be a mistake. Correct. And Philippians 2 says he was God. Yes. Yeah. But, but those divine qualities, that power was there for him to access, but he chose to voluntarily not access it right. unless it was the Father's permission. Because he showed all his glory. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have done that. And, and that was pre-resurrection. He couldn't right. have done that if he had, didn't have it there, choosing not to access it. I don't believe he was choosing to access it unless the Father said, okay, yeah, you can tap into your ability to read his mind right now. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett A. Marani, 2021.